Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 388. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. I work from multiple computers. Thanks to Carbonite, I can seamlessly access all my files from any device. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two free months when you decide to buy. Squarespace has over 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from. When you're ready to start building your website, visit Squarespace.com and for 10% off, use the offer code FIRENATION. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Joel Bogus. Joel, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, John. Let's make it happen. Yes. Joel is a go-to guy for clarity, confidence, and direction. He's the guy people call when they're feeling stuck, under-challenged, or overwhelmed. As a radio host, author, and life coach, Joel helps people sort through the clutter and make better decisions for work, home, and family family. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Joel, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, absolutely, John. Thanks for uh, inviting me on the show. This has uh, been a pleasure. I've been looking forward to this for a long, long time. Yes. And you know, John, there has always been a, a pull in my spirit, an inner pull to work one-on-one with people and to help them to overcome. And it wasn't until you know, several years into my professional development that I realized that that needed to happen in the entrepreneurial world and even in corporate settings. And even after grad school, when you think I'd know better, I still looked for opportunities and ways to work with people one-on-one to get with them and to help bring out the best in them and You know, about seven years ago, uh, my wife and I just drew a line in the sand and we decided that now is the time to get fired up about what fires me up and just to to make it happen. So, uh, gosh, I turned in my resignation in corporate America uh, November 30th, 2006, and it has been a wild, fun, fantastic ride ever since. Wow, Joel. And we're going to dive way into that fun, fantastic ride that you've been on. But before we do, and you know this, having been a listener in the past, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to really get that fire burning, to really ignite Fire Nation. So Joel, take it away. Yeah, two quotes that come to mind immediately when I knew that you were going to ask me this. Bill Cosby said that, I don't know the key to failure, but the, or uh, I don't know the key to success, but the key to failure is trying to please everyone. And boy, that just resonates over and over and over again. And what I found, and I sure, I'm sure you found this out too, John, is that until people know better, they spend the first phase of their life trying to please everyone and they're never able to get their business off the ground. But then when they do the reverse of that, when they get on fire about who they are, what excites them, and what they stand for, they're able to steer and direct their their business, their family, their home in a direction that best suits them. Now, that's that's quote number two, but I think quote number one comes from uh, Roger Staubach, and I live in Dallas, so that uh, quote is very near and dear to my heart as he was uh, just one of the most winning quarterbacks that the Cowboys have ever seen. And uh, Staubach says that there are no traffic jams along the extra mile. 
<laughs> and when I think about that quote, he is is absolutely right. The masses are trying to do what everyone else does. And that's why it's so crowded at the bottom. But when you go the extra mile, you're not going to find any competition because no one's there. And that actually accelerates the entrepreneur in, in what they're trying to do and the business that they're trying to create for themselves and in the difference that they're trying to make for themselves and for the people that they serve. Well, both of those quotes ring incredibly true for me, Joel, and I've never heard that stawback quote, so I love that. It makes every sense in the world. I mean, I've seen it in my business, you've seen it in yours. We've heard it time and time again during Entrepreneur Fire interviews when it was really when that entrepreneur finally just said, you know what? I'm going all in. I'm going that extra mile. I'm committing 100% of my heart, my soul, my passion to this venture that success comes. So let's really keep going with this inspirational momentum that you created for us, Joel, and focus it on your journey because you're our spotlighted guest today. We want to talk about you, about Joel, and about the difficulties you faced in the past because Obviously, entrepreneurs, we have the ups, we have the downs, and we're going to focus on both this interview, but I want you to tell us a story first and foremost about a failure, about a challenge or a struggle that you faced along your journey, the lessons you learned, and how you overcame that, Joel. Sure. Yeah, thanks, John. Now, this is a, a, I'm probably going to start crying when I tell this story because it's so dear and uh, near to my heart, but you know, life is an at-risk child started for me when I was just three years old. My parents separated and I lived with my mom and for a time in our life, my young life, we lived on nothing more than a hundred dollar a month gift from a relative and a food stamps. So it was a struggle pretty much from day one. And then a couple of years later, I was out on a nature hike with my dad and a few of his friends and being the curious George that I was, we found a, a hill and scaled that side of the hill. And right next to the hill running parallel to it was what looked like to me, a five-year-old boy, a jungle gym. And I climbed on this jungle gym, which actually turned out to be a bridge. And it was actually a bridge that was suspended 30 feet in the air over a ditch. And as we were playing on this bridge and just doing what little kids do, uh, a horn, a whistle, sounded in the distance. And as my dad kind of had to scramble and figuring out where, where I was, the whistle got louder, the brakes started screeching. And what I thought was a bridge or what we thought was a bridge at first turned out to be actually a train track, a train trestle that was running over that gorge. And by the time my dad had reached the top of that bridge to fetch me, the train was at a standstill and the people that were on the train were pointing to the ground below. And, you know, that's where I was. I actually fell, uh, John, uh, some 30 feet down to the ground and ended up with three skull fractures as, as a five-year-old boy. And it was actually so bad that when the time the emergency team arrived on the scene, they couldn't even start an IV on me because of my little arms I, I had on my veins had collapsed. So so that actually begun the journey and, and the recovery process, not just of me having to relearn a lot of things and having to find my own voice, but my parents were actually in the transition back to 
single life and into trying to figure out how to raise themselves because they were still children too, uh, age-wise. And to raise me, they had a lot of growing and maturing that they had to do finding their own voice. So, so we, in a sense, kind, kind of grew up together. And as I watched them in their own recovery process, I also had a front row seat to watch a lot of uh, self-destructive behavior and a lot of abusive situations on both sides of the track, on, on my mom's side of the track and also on my dad's. And there was a time when I was in my late teens when I really turned the corner and realized that, you know what, helping people to get clarity, confidence, and direction in their own life is something that I am here to do. That's my purpose. That's my reason for being. And it comes straight from my heart. And I think the reason that it's so uh, moving for me is because the first half of my life was me getting that clarity, that confidence and direction, not to mention my parents' life. So it it is something that I grew up under, so to speak. That was the... Uh, I would say the biggest challenge. Well, what a challenge it is, Joel. And let me just say on behalf of Fire Nation, thank you for opening that window so we can peek into your life and your journey that is so raw and that was so difficult in so many ways, but at the same time has been the reason that you've grown to the person that you are now, inspiring, motivating, and encouraging others to aspire to what you've accomplished, which is truly finding your passion, truly finding your voice. So in just one sentence, Joel, can you sum up for us, for Fire Nation, what you learned and what that major lesson takeaway is from that whole incredibly touching experience of your life? Can you ask me the question one more time? It kind of cut out briefly. No worries. Can you share with us the one clear lesson that you learned from that entire experience, that difficult part of your life? The lesson was that everything that I had experienced, my recovery process in the hospital, watching my dad struggle with his um, demons, watching my mom, mom struggle with her, everything uh, in the process was preparation for helping me uh, help others in, in their own journey uh, helping them find find their voice. So that that was definitely everything that I had experienced. Nothing was in vain. That's really the lesson. Nothing was wasted. Nothing was in vain. Nothing was wasted. I think that's such a powerful message for entrepreneurs to really take to heart because we all go through struggles. We all go through difficult parts in our lives. And if we look at them, like these are times of learning. These are times of struggle, but they're times that are going to make us stronger for that next step in our lives then we can definitely get through those situations much easier because nothing is in vain, Joel, as you said so eloquently. So what I'd love to do now is really focus on another aspect of your journey. You've mentioned this great aha moment that you had when you realized that you found your voice and what your mission was. But what I really want you to do now is tell us a story. Take us to the moment when you had an incredible aha moment, when a light bulb went off. Take us there with you, Joel, and really tell us that story and then share with us the steps that you took to take that moment and turn it into success. Sure. Uh, very good. Thank you for that. I think the, the biggest aha for me was that when you share your story, your whole story, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, and in my case, it was the very, very ugly. When you share your story and you open up that um, vulnerability for yourself, people come to you like a magnet. They, they are attracted to you because they want to share their own story. And that was the aha. The aha, John, is that people 
want to share. They want to tell. They, they want to talk things through. And when you create a safe enough space, uh, excuse me, when you create a place that is safe enough for other people to share their story, uh, they will. Before the show started uh, this afternoon, I was sharing with you how uh, we led the devotional this morning, my wife and I at the uh, Zig Ziglar headquarters. And that was actually the third time that I had that opportunity. And, you know, Pay and I lit that crowd on fire. Boom. And the Q&A lasted just about longer than, than our presentation. And that just reaffirmed that if people see that you're coming from the heart, if they see that you're being true, that you're sharing your truth, if you open up that window, pe- people are going to step through it every single time. And gosh, we, we received just all kinds of comments from people in the crowd that this was the best devotional that they had ever had or that there was just so much interaction and so much, excuse me, so much juice uh, flowing uh, in that room. And to me, that was just so awe-inspiring. People want to tell. People want to talk. And when you give them that opportunity, create the space, they'll share with you. So, Joe, what I want to do again, because that was another great moment, another great story that you just shared with us. And there are so many golden nuggets from that and from the prior story you told. But just kind of boil it down for us. Boil it down for Fire Nation. One clear lesson that you learned from these aha moments that you've had throughout your journey that you can share with Fire Nation that we can learn from and apply to our lives. You don't have to be proud of the struggles that you've gone through before. And we've all gone through struggles, and some are more dramatic than others. No question about that, but we've all gone through struggles. And you don't have to be proud of what you're going through or what you've gone through at one time, but if you share what you've gone through, other people will gravitate to you, and they will see your realness, and they will want to they'll want to do business with you. They will want to connect with you. They will uh, want you on their team. Don't be ashamed, but share. So, Joel, you continue to just really boil down these incredible lessons, these great takeaways for Fire Nation, and it's so powerful for us on so many levels. And so I do have this question for you because I know the type of person that you are, and I know how you look at life now. Have you had an I've made it moment? You know, that's a great question, John. And I think when I really understood why I was so on fire about helping people to get clarity and sort through their own clutter and to help them figure out who they really are, what they stood for and what excited them. When I figured out why that was so important to me, that was, I've made it. I understand why I'm doing this. And it was because of the struggles that I've shared earlier in in the, the, um, in the show, the struggles that I had and the struggles that, that my family had. And that just prepared me to be able to uh, touch the lives of so many other people. And that for me was my, I made it because I finally understood the why, W-H-Y. And when people understand why they've created a business and what's really important to them in that, and don't get lost in just the busyness of the business, that is powerful stuff. So, Joe, what's also powerful is how you're delivering these nuggets of wisdom. And I want to go back to that one phrase that you pulled out and really kind of utilize it as a theme for this interview, because I think it's so powerful, something that we don't talk about that often here on Entrepreneur Fire, but it just resonated with me the minute you said it. And that is 
Nothing is in vain. Like truly, if you really accept that as being a truth in your life, it's going to make the ups and the downs so much easier to get through because believe it or not, the ups are hard to get through sometimes too because the ups can be a big life changer. It can change the way you live, what you do, the different stresses that you have on top of you. Just like the downs can be very difficult. But if you know within your heart and you accept that truth that nothing is in vain, nothing is in vain, then this journey just becomes so much more easy. And Joe, what I want you to do now is talk to us about your philosophy of the journey because as entrepreneurs, we do hit those highs and we do hit those lows and we need to really find that balance for this marathon because it's not Mm -hmm. a sprint, it's a marathon. So share with us your philosophy on the journey and how you make it. Well, here's how I explain it to people that I work with. Finding your, your voice is not a destination, but it is a journey. And there's there's no finish line. And when people really start to understand and take a hold of that concept, like with two handles, then it takes the pressure off them. And then they give themselves the freedom to to experiment and to kind of taste test their way through life or through business to figure out, okay, what works for them? What doesn't work for them? And then, then to move forward, taking the lessons that they've learned. Joel, again, you are just providing us with so much wisdom, so much great knowledge as entrepreneurs. We need to arm ourselves with these things along the journey because it is a difficult one. And we all are looking to find our voice along this journey. And what I'd like to do now with your journey, Joel, is bring us to the present times. Bring us to today. I want you to share with Fire Nation one or two things that are just really exciting you and why. Absolutely. I'm on fire excited about the upcoming book that we have. Finding Your Voice is a powerful, powerful book. And it kind of illustrates not just a collection of some of my greatest and best ideas, but it also t- tells the story of, gosh, about eight, nine, maybe even 10 of, of my clients' real life stories that are easy to understand and easy to apply to your life. The, the Finding Your Voice book, I wrote it in a way so it wouldn't read as a rule book. And what I mean by that is I think people uh, kind of set up a trap for themselves when they look through a, a book or a plan and then they think, okay, well, this worked for this one guy, so it has to work for me. And if it doesn't work for me, well, then that obviously means something's wrong with me. But that's not it. You know, we are, a cookie cutter approach doesn't work out for everyone all the time because we're simply not cookies. And what I'm, what excites me, John, which is what you asked me, is that more and more people are starting to accept that approach that, you know what, we're, we're not cookies and what works for one person may or may not work for the other person. So the, the Finding Your Voice uh, book and just our whole process is, is more of a guide guiding you to some of the ideas, some of the tips, some of the tools, some of the strategies that have worked for you know, hundreds of the people that, that we've worked with. And I'm excited about being able to uh, launch that book. Uh, our mutual friend, Dan Miller, uh, wrote the foreword. And uh, it, is a, it is a powerful, powerful book. And what I believe will be a useful tool for, for so many people in their journey. That's one thing. Second thing that we're excited about is we're getting ready to take our show, Finding Your Voice uh, show to a whole nother level All right. where we start actually, yeah, exactly, uh, where we start actually doing live uh, interactive coaching with, with people 
on the on the on the show. So it's actual coaching. I explain it to people this way: think of Dr. Phil only better. <laughs> We're excited about that, and you know, people are hungry. We live in a time today where people need to speak the truth, and they need to speak their own truth, and they need to get in touch with what it is that turns them on, what sets them on fire. And the, the more people that do that and then can offer it with the world, just like your audience is doing, the better the world is going to be because that's how you reach people. You reach people through your business. Well, Joel, that is so powerful on so many levels. I'm really excited to see this live portion of your show. I really believe personally that that's the next step of what we're doing here indeed, in the podcasting world, in the radio world, that live actionable interview that just really gives you some great content. I think that you are really going to be filling this incredible niche, this incredible void that right now exists out there. So I commend you for that, Joel. And we're going to break in here to thank our sponsors. One of the most important things I've learned along my journey as an entrepreneur is that you have to find ways to stop working in your business and instead find ways to implement systems, software, and processes that will allow you to work on your business. One major thing that kept me working in my business in the beginning was constantly worrying about my audio files. I record several episodes in advance and I knew if I lost any one of those audio files, it would be gone forever. Since I have a daily podcast, I'm sure you can imagine this was a major stress point for me. When I found Carbonite, I found software that could help. Now, I never worry about losing my audio files because Carbonite automatically backs them up for me all the time. Stop worrying about your files. They're safe with Carbonite. Go to Carbonite.com for a free trial and use the offer code FIRE to get two months free when you buy. That's Carbonite.com, offer code FIRE. Great news for all you entrepreneurs out there looking to build a website that's both good-looking and affordable. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Some of the core features Squarespace boasts are what make it such an awesome platform to use. First of all, it's easy. Everything is drag and drop, so you can add content from your desktop and even rearrange elements of content within a page just with the click of a button. Squarespace also offers 24-7 support. I'm talking live chat during the week and extremely fast email support throughout the day and night so you can count on receiving help anytime you need it. Concerned about your website being mobile friendly? Squarespace has that covered as well. Your site automatically scales to look beautiful on every device. So when you're ready to start building your own website, head over to squarespace.com and for 10% off, use the offer code FIRENATION. This is a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the show is, which is the lightning round. And this mm-hmm. is where I get to ask you, Joel, a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I knew I wanted to help people, and I also knew I wanted to build a rock-solid business doing, but what was, uh, doing it. But what was holding me back was my lack of clarity on how I would be helping, helping them, you know, what I'd be doing. And once I figured out how I'd be doing it, the rest was just building a plan around my best features and my enduring qualities. What is the best advice you've ever received? That's an easy one. 
for entrepreneurial success, you need to spend the majority of your time working on the business, not in the business. Joel, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success? Absolutely. You know, my friend Darren Hardy talks about success habits, and I think we all need success habits and a success routine in the morning. One of the first things that I do when I, when I get up out of bed is I either hit the gym or I hit my neighborhood and walk around the block. I do something to get my body moving, and that absolutely releases my creativity and uh, gets me on fire to uh, take the rest of the day. So either workout or some kind of activity, like uh, walking around my neighborhood. I love that. And I recently read the book by Charles Duhigg, The Power of Habit. And there were two habits I decided. And again, I use that word specifically because I didn't make the decision, Joel, to make it part of my routine. One, I wanted to get up early. I wanted to get up at 5 a.m. Because I knew that the morning was my best time to get stuff done. And I wanted to make the most of that. And two, I wanted to get my blood flowing and get outside. So now every morning for like the last three weeks, I've been waking up. 5 a.m. power walk around the San Diego Bay here, come back, shower, and I'm ready for the day. And by 5.20, 5.30, the latest, I'm sitting down, and my workday has started. And for the next four or five hours, I am sharp because of it. And that was a decision that I made, and now that's one of my habits. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, if you're waking up at 5 o'clock, it's 7 o'clock at my house, and I'm already way ahead of you, John. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. Love it. So, Joel, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I wrote a, a book called Passion, Reconnect with What Lights Your Fire. And that is a free resource for your audience, John. And you can just go to findingyourvoiceradio.com slash Dumas findingyourvoiceradio.com slash Dumas. And uh, there's a question or two there. Fill in your name, your email, and boom, the ebook's yours. And it is a powerful, powerful ebook. And uh, I really, really enjoy that. Interviews with some of my clients right there in the book. So it's not just theory, but it's actual examples of what people uh, got turned on by and what they went on to do with it. Well, Joel, thank you so much for providing that resource for Fire Nation. And Fire Nation does know they can find the links to this resource and everything we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Joel Bogus. Joel, can you recommend one book for our listeners? Hands down, Becoming a Category of One by my buddy, uh, Joe Calloway. And Becoming a Category of One, real quick, is all about how you can set yourself apart from everyone else in the marketplace. You know, like it or not, we live in a commodity world. Everything's a commodity. You know, from the $5 hamburger to the expensive physician. They might be on different pay scales, but when it's all said and done, it, it's a commodity. But becoming a category of one, Callaway does a great job at helping people, entrepreneurs, understand how they can set themselves apart from all the competition. And when there's no one to compare you to, when you're the only guy that does what you do, you're the only game in town. <laughs> becoming, a, becoming a Category of One, uh, Joe Calloway, phenomenal book. I think I've read it four times. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. And if you want the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Joel, I want you to focus on this. 
Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would share my message. And when I shared that message, I would assemble a voluntary team of two other people. With that team, I'd develop a plan. With that plan and team, I'd build a platform. And once I had that platform, and that's what it's all about, then I would execute through the most relevant media and promotional tools that are available. Assemble a team, develop a plan, build a platform, execute using whatever media is relevant to your audience. Joel, you have truly shared an incredible journey with Fire Nation, and I commend you for that. Give Fire Nation just one parting piece of guidance, share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Fantastic. Yeah, you can just go to fivbook.com, fivbook.com. That's the Finding Your Voice we- uh, book website, or you can go to fivradio.com. Either one of those are going to uh, help us get connected uh, with all the social media links, uh, fivbook.com, fivradio.com, or simply drop me an email, joel at fivradio.com. And let's end this with one parting piece of guidance. Double your failure rate. Because when you do that, your success rate will quadruple. Parting piece of guidance from Joel. Fire Nation is well aware, Joel. They can find the links to everything that we've mentioned in today's episode, eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just type in Joel into the search bar and Joel's show notes page will pop right up. And thank you, Joel, for being so generous with your time, your experience, your expertise. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. It's been fun, John. Thanks for having me. Insanity is a fine as doing the same thing again and again, but expecting different results. So if you've tried and failed at dieting, maybe it's time to try something new. And John Gabriel might be able to help you. John lost over 200 pounds using a mind-body approach, and he wrote a best-selling book about his method. To learn more about John Gabriel's weight loss program and to get a copy of his book for free, visit FreeGabrielMethodBook.com. That's FreeGabrielBookMethod.com. Entrepreneurs, we have to take care of ourselves. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 